0: Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, folks. Michael Zuber, one rental at a time. And yes, we are so lucky to have her back after a two-week hiatus, Anna Kelly. How you doing,
1: Anna? I'm great. Good to be back with you.
0: Awesome. So something I want to do is have a heart-to-heart. You and I have a compassion for people. Uh, We've also lived through some tough times ourselves. Yes. Um, I think, I just want to say it this way. I don't know how else to say it. Living paycheck-to-paycheck sucks. Living paycheck-to-paycheck is about to get harder. Yes. And as someone who has lived through that, as someone who's had to make horrible choices when food was uh, not readily available and, you know, you were going to get foreclosed on, it's just bad stuff happens in your life. Um, It's going to get worse. So, A, I want to acknowledge it. Uh, Hopefully talk about how you prepare because there are still some things you could do. Winter is here. It's no longer coming. Uh, But you could still take action. Uh, people need to prepare because I think unemployment's going to go up. Inflation's going to stay bad. I don't have a lot of good things to say for the next year or so.
1: Yeah, and you know we hate to be a downer, but the reality is, like you said, winners here. You can't deny it anymore, right? If you're if you're denying it, go back and listen to video one, right? There's a lot of signs that things are painful. And and here's the thing, you don't even need the signs to feel it Mm -hmm. unless you're already financially free, right? And you've got a lot of passive income already coming in. If you're still working a job and you have a family to provide for and you're driving to work and you're feeding your family, chicken has gone up, I saw today, 22%, right? For proteins, groceries, a lot of them have gone up over 25%. Diesel gas, 78% right? A lot housing prices have gone up. So not only are you seeing housing prices, gas prices, food prices, the, the three necessities, really, all these other things are discretionary. They've gone up double, double digits easily, you know, 20, 30, up to 50, 78%. So people feel it. People know it. You're hurting, right? And you're worried. Wages on an inflation adjusted basis, as we just showed in video number two, are down, So when your wages are down um, and prices are high, you're you're worried, you're nervous, you're trying to pinch pennies, you're living paycheck to paycheck. I've been there and I understand how hard it is and my heart goes out to you. And that's why we do this show to say, what can we do even in these hard times to wisely cut back on our expenses, increase our income without making risky investment bets that make it even worse?
0: Yeah. So let's just try to give somebody some action items. I've tried to do this myself. I think with you doing it with me, more people will kind of hear it. Um, one, right. Let's just talk about both sides. Income. Right now, the employee has more power than I, in my 30 years of being a manager. Yes. Right now you have a choice. If you're going to ask your employer for a raise, you're going to be lucky to get three or 4%. You're going to be going backwards. It's just the reality. Right good news is if you're so inclined you go to a competitor just down the street uh you're going to get 10 15 20 you yes. need to do this very soon i've been talking on my daily financial news especially in the silicon valley folks if you're in the silicon valley you better wake up because there's a lot of pre-ipo companies and companies that are public that are going to do what carvana did yesterday
1: or in carvana, the Austin tech, tech zone
0: or texas or any tech area mm-hmm. there are companies today that are Like I I was one of these executives. We are in a boardroom going, folks, we need to lower our burn rate. We're not going to be able to raise money. The lending, the window is shut. We've got to extend. We've got to hope and pray. So what did Carvana do? They announced they're going to whack 12% of their employees. Folks, more people are doing that. So again, you have a moment in time. If you watched my channel, hopefully you did this six months ago. If you're going to do it now, you do have some risk because the new employees, mm, have a chance, you know, that's a risky place to be. Right. Um, but still, if you're very good at what you do, um, make a move. Cause that's, you're going to get If you want to beat inflation, you got to change employers. I don't have any other good news for you. Lastly, if you've done what I've done and you were, you were close to revenue and you were a performer, you're you're that that's your safest position to be in. So yeah. what would you tell people on the revenue side? Or income yeah,
1: I, I agree with you completely. Um, never been more job openings, and a lot of them are in higher-paid um, blue-collar companies that are trying to keep up. Right, so yes. a job change um, can be a really wise thing to do. I'd also look at at side hustles. Right, yes. if you can't find cash-flowing investments that you feel good about or don't have the down payment, I think it was Warren Buffett recently said basically in inflation, the best thing you can do is become marketable. Sell yourself, right? Um, get a side hustle, freelance. If, if you're a photographer, freelance for other photographers, freelance, do weddings, whatever you can do to increase your income right now to help fight off inflation um, will help you not only today, but if you do unfortunately get laid off, you've got some other income source coming in. Um, so really figuring out how you can monetize what you're good at outside of just your day job um, in terms of some kind of service that you provide or goods that you provide or sale um, and trying to still find good cash flowing investments. It's hard. It's Mm -hmm. getting harder as interest rates go up. It will get even harder. But if you can find those deals, look at deals every day, like you're always saying, don't give up on looking for deals because then you're not going to see when there's a shift. Right, yep, agreed, but agreed. look for deals that cash flow, and only buy deals that cash flow conservatively, historically, and safely.
0: Yeah, the other thing I want to tell people is that emergency fund that we talk about all the time. Lots of people have taken that emergency fund and put it into assets that they deem safe that aren't safe. Like right? there's, Yeah, there's a crypto. I don't really understand it, but some crypto was supposed to be pegged to the dollar or some nonsense. And now it's down like 70% because the reason they did it is because I was make they were making 8% or some staking or some nonsense. Folks, if you have an emergency fund, it is supposed to be in cash. Yes. You don't put it, you don't put it in crypto. You don't put it even in an index fund. You don't put it in arc K. You don't put it in, you don't buy, but it is cash. This is yeah. not a time to risk your emergency fund. I don't care. Leave it in. I don't care if you are paid 0%.
1: Yes. Cash
0: is where you keep it.
1: I agree a hundred percent. And people say it's being eaten away. It's being eaten away. But listen, everything else is. We are in an everything bubble. Look at the stock market. Look at the bond market. Look at certain sectors of real estate, right? When everything starts to come down, there's no safe place to have your money other than in cash, unless you're in things that already are very proven to be recession resilient and create income like our residential properties that are continuing to produce cash flow, right? So I want cash flowing assets, but for the the stuff you need liquid, if you don't spend it you're not really being hit too hard by the inflation if it bounces back in two years, right? Yeah, but totally if you're right. if you're putting it somewhere you're hoping that it's going to sustain, it's dangerous. You need nope. that cash and liquidity right away mm-hmm. in case you lose a job or your wages go down or just to cover, you know, the cost of formula there's yeah. a shortage in formula. I was pregnant. During I that saw day. that. I couldn't believe that. And it, you know, it's, it's, you, you need cash. Don't be as worried about inflation as you are about taking care of your family, your food, your shelter, your gasoline.
0: Yeah. Emergency funds are only ever, and this isn't a good or bad market. It's supposed to be cash. If you're chasing for an extra two or 3% it's called an emergency fund for a reason. So that's another one that just bugs me. Now let's just talk about expenses, right? Because you talk about increasing income, side hustles, never better time to monetize. Take whatever you're interested in. It doesn't even feel like work, right? So it's it's just it's awesome. But now expenses. Um I do this audit called need versus wants. Mm-hmm. I challenge people to do it. Go track every expense for a month and then go through it with somebody and be honest. What is a need and what's a want? Yes. It's, um, it's eye-opening. It's eye-opening. And again, folks, it is, it, winter is here. I've been telling you for six months it's coming. I'm sorry. It's snowing now. It's going to get worse. It, and I think this is going to be a bad winter, right? You have good winters and bad winters. The, the Fed has uh, tried to delay recessions for two or three different cycles. And they have. They kick the can. But eventually, the forest fire starts, and it goes up. So it winters here. Do an audit. Do an audit. Anything that you can get to fall to the bottom line for true discretionary income, now's the time. I think people should double or triple their discretionary income. Either increase income, cut expenses, or the best, will do both.
1: Absolutely. And that's what we've talked all the time, you know, about growing wealth is really learning to live below your means while you work to expand your means. And many people say, oh, that's, that's small thinking. How can I have one less latte and save my way to wealth? You may not save your way to wealth, but you may save yourself from going under during really painful economic times in the country, right? And so when it's harder to expand your means and don't let anybody fool you on Facebook, right? It's harder now to expand your means unless you quickly change a job and, mm-hmm. you, and you freelance, like we talked about. Investments that can allow you to expand your means, some of them come with different and higher risks today, right? Mm-hmm. So you have to be cutting your expenses. We cut, we had no cable um, and no cell phone, no cell phone service during 08 and 09. We couldn't, we couldn't afford it. We cut it, right? I worked for AIG. My, my company was going under, right? My 401k was decimated. We lived check to check to check. We went without service. We went without cable. Netflix has dropped. People are dropping it, right? If you're paying a whole bunch of money to have Hulu and Netflix and Amazon Prime and all this stuff, if you really can't afford it, cut it for a while, right? You you can always come back to those things later, but you have to cut your expenses because everything you do have to buy is really up at least 10%. Many things, food and fuel, rents, they're up double digits, 20, 30, and more. So you've got to offset that with cutting other expenses that you really don't need to to be spending on. And it takes a lot of discipline.
0: Yeah, Olivia and I um, sacrificed for more than a decade. Uh, We, we, we lived below our means for a long time. Trust me. Nobody, people look at us now and go, wow, it must be nice. Trust me. If there was a decade, you wouldn't have have wanted it, right? We didn't do anything. No, no, no. Everything we did. We took care of our needs. I want to be very clear. Needs were covered, but we had no wants for a decade uh, because we were building.
1: Us too. From 2003 to 2008, we lived way below our means so that we could start a business. Then we started the business at the height of the economy in 07 and everything crashed. And then we really, we lived well below our means for a whole nother decade before we really bought a house and started to to experience that. And so, you know, it it takes a lot of us 15 years to become overnight successes, but it's those daily disciplined actions of living below your means while you slowly, cautiously, carefully, conservatively work to expand your means.
0: Yeah. And then the last thing I want to round out, uh, Anna and I are very positive people. She and I see pain ahead, but we're also, if you were to ask us with, you know, true I'm excited by what's coming because I know there are going to be lots of people who made mistakes, who made, who had bad debt structures, who are going to be forced sellers. And I will be there to pick up the pieces. It's because I'm prepared because I've done this before. So I'm excited. What we are trying to do here is get you excited but in order to survive or in order to thrive, you must survive. So that was what this yes. conversation is. Anna, where can people find you?
1: Absolutely. You can find me here every week and you can find me on our playlist, social media, Anna Kelly, REI mom, and my website is reimom.com.
0: Awesome. Go check it out.
1: Thanks, Anna. Thanks, Michael.